0: Hey guys, my name's Rita. I have a cheap thrill or detective story, but this is just my life, and I have absolutely no one to restore justice. I don't know my real father. He died a long time ago when I was just a baby. We don't even have a picture of him. My mom just shrugs at all the questions, turns around and avoids talking about it. For example, she starts asking me about school or something. I never understood what her secret was, But it was her right. If you think that all this time there was only me and my mom living together, you're wrong. In fact, from the legal point of view, I've had even more dads than I needed. Five in total. Until recently, we lived with number six on the count, but not in importance. And personally, I always thought that my mom was just unlucky with men. I already told you about my dad. I don't remember him at all, and I don't know him. I can't say much about mom's second husband either, except for the big pony he gave me for my birthday, and his wide palms he held me with. For some reason, he enjoyed throwing me in the air and circling me. And here, I know for sure that this man died, because I remember the funeral perfectly. I remember when I asked my mom why our dad was sleeping where there were guests around him. I was about three that time, and I didn't really understand what to say at a funeral. But then I had a lot of reasons to master these skills. The third man never became my dad. He was a bastard. But he was rich, and he thought I was something insignificant like a chair. He didn't give me a pony either, and he would even raise a hand at my mom or insult her. However, just a year passed after the wedding, and we returned to the cemetery again. He had a heart attack. Well, he was middle-aged, and he worked a lot. Such a loss, grieving faces at the funeral and not even a single sincere tear. For a while, me and my mom lived together and enjoyed our freedom. Mom was trying to deal with the businesses left by her third husband. At the same time, she taught me life and restored her pages on social media. Anyway, there was no time for new searches, but honestly, I was glad that this terrible person disappeared from our lives because we weren't happy with him. And then there was Max. By this time, I was already 13, and I didn't try to become a daughter for someone. But he was smart, well-mannered, and never made a fuss. So Max and I got along just fine. At one point, I even wanted to call him Dad, because he was really cool. Not as old as the previous ones. Fun and active. It was the first time me and Max were in a tent on the edge of the earth. It was such a romantic trip, and I loved it. It turned out that real adventures never happen in expensive hotels or on the beach. You can appreciate all the beauty of the world only if you travel wild. My mom also liked him very much. She even got younger, though she always looked great. She laughed a lot. She even wasn't so upset when she damaged her manicure. Once she even tried to cook something by herself. But at some point, it all collapsed. After just two years, our Max wanted a change. Or maybe he was just a fickle person himself. Anyway, my mom found some pics of a young girl a little older than me on his phone. You can guess what kind of pics these were. I was waiting for a scandal, tears and tantrums just like Max. But my mom… that moment, I thought she just loved him so much she was ready to forgive his cheating. Though my mom was never a forgiving person. She was an iron lady, a businesswoman. She raised her empire from scratch, that's what most people said about her, but once in a lifetime, even an unloaded gun fires, right? Max probably thought the same way. He even honestly deleted all the girls' contacts. And six months later, when this story had almost been forgotten, he was gone. Some ham-fisted mechanics from the car service station made a mistake and didn't turn the wheel properly in his car and Max was always like a mad broom on the road, so the outcome was quite obvious. No one was even punished. We just buried him, sad and that's all. And my mom added another company to her corporation. Yeah, Max was also a wealthy man, and he had no other heirs than his legitimate wife. Well, and me, but I was a minor, and I couldn't get anything officially. And right away, non-stop, the next fatherhood candidate appeared in our house. This one was probably the worst in my opinion, but he was the richest and the oldest. Apparently, this was just an advantage for my mom because somehow our fifth candidate turned out to have a ring on his arthritic old finger and my mom had another stamp in her passport. Guess for how long the grandpa survived. Well, objectively, he was quite a normal man, despite he was too old and wrinkled. At least he didn't get into our business. He didn't try to command my mom and me. He even arranged all the things to send me to study at a cool private college. But alas, something didn't work out and we were in the cemetery again for the fifth anniversary time. Here, no one spoke words of regret and something about the untimely loss. Rather, something about finding peace and he had lived a happy life. My mom didn't even try to cry and mourn. Right at the funeral, she was already discussing all the financial matters related to the inheritance. Anyway, when death row candidate number 6 appeared at the doorstep of our mansion, I didn't care who was trampling the lawn over there with serenades to my mom. I was just 18 and all I wanted was to finally get out of the madhouse my mom kept calling our family. I started living separately. I studied at college, worked part-time at one of the companies owned by my mom's corporation, I only appeared at home on the weekend. This was my mom's compulsory condition for imitating a happy family. I didn't even remember the sixth husband. I just noted another Maserati in the basement and that's it. But it happened that during the holidays, I was practically locked up at home. Of course, my jail was a huge mansion with a private pool, sauna, and two gyms. But I wanted to go to Bali with my friends. And just because I had nothing to do, I started spying. As I expected, the sixth one was the most depressing type, also boring to the point of yawning. My mom would fall asleep next to him just out of boredom. She would almost bury her nose in her morning cup of coffee with him. I can't even imagine their sex without laughing. But I managed to deal with a petty thief who was stealing change from our vase in the dressing room. Me and my mom are in a habit of throwing money into the clutch and forgetting it. Thus, if the clutch is needed again, everything is just randomly shaken out of it into a special vase and then it's sorted by the maid. So the same maid took the money from our bags for herself, though she had no right to it. But it's okay, sometimes it happens. But what I saw in the kitchen? By chance, I woke up early and went to the kitchen to make some coffee. I went in and realized I wasn't alone in the room at all. No, I mean, the cook is okay, but I didn't expect to see my mom at such an early hour over the breakfast plates. And not over all the plates, but just a single one with a Greek face pattern. It's a bit tasteless, but that's not the point. My mom was obviously adding something into the morning porridge, but then I decided not to twitch and just watch. After all, it's unlikely she would poison her own daughter, which means that even if the plate is mine, I'm safe. But the Greek plate came to our number six, who started eating the porridge like crazy, mumbling something. Then I asked my mom what kind of stuff she put in there, but my mom joked something about problems in bed. But when, at the end of my vacation, number six went to a better world, the picture in my head clicked and formed. Anyway, you don't need to be a detective to see the point. Every time, mom's next husband was slightly richer than the previous one. Different ages, different health conditions, everything is different, including characters and types, except that everyone had money, and in great amounts, which then flowed to my mom. I don't know exactly how she did all these schemes, because all her husbands died in different ways. The police never even saw the disconsolate widow as a suspect. And if there were any rumors in society, they were mostly about the fact that my mom liked older men. That is, in the eyes of the world, my mom was just a loser in her personal life. And the fact that after all the funerals, she turned from a simple businesswoman with two stores into the owner of a huge corporation dealing with different types of business and its own production is just the outcome of marriage so to speak. I didn't want to think about it, but my mom paved her way to wealth with the dead bodies of her husbands. Really, I'm pretty sure she killed them, maybe even with her own hands. Of course, the naive butterfly had died in me a long time ago, but the fact that I lived in a house with a murderer and I was actually an accessory to the crime made me nervous for some reason. I left home right after the funeral. My mom didn't hold me back, just asked me to think about it, and not do anything stupid before she called me a taxi. No, of course I'm not going to the police or anything, especially since it's not in my best interests, and my mom fears it in vain. But for some reason, I don't want to live with her and participate in her crimes. I don't think I'm going to succeed her in killing rich men. She's taught me to believe in love, despite she was the anti-role model for this. I don't know who my life partner will be, but I will definitely choose him not by my calculations. At least, I truly believe it. Write in the comments what you would do in my shoes. But please, don't rush to make judgments. Would you be able to hand over your own mom to the police? It's really important for me to know your unbiased opinion. I wish you all the best.